It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. As long as he doesn't go in there throwing the game away, this is going to be a far more entertaining game than people are willing to admit. Uh, as far as picks yet, you know what, Carl? I'm not going to let you peer pressure me into a pick yet. I'm not ready to make a pick what? yet, all right? So <laughs> tell me, wait, what does that mean? I don't understand what you mean, not pressure you. Because we got a couple days. I'm still working through it. Not Carl. surprised. Not surprised. Not surprised. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I'm going to go. I'll go. I'll go bills. For, I'll go bills on the, for the home team. Yo, okay, just, so just everybody so far has the bills. Go ahead. Um, uh, Let's see. Ray, who, who you got? I like those defense a lot. Um, the Bills, they have been blowing out a lot of people, so that's making the um, other teams one-dimensional. But if the Colts – I think the Colts' defense will keep it close, and I like their run game. Jonathan Taylor has been has been um, producing these last couple of weeks. It's all on really – it's on Rivers to just make the plays when he needs to and not make the costly mistakes that we have seen him make in the playoffs. Um the Bills are hot, no doubt, but we don't seen a lot of hot teams first time in the playoffs get knocked out. And I'm I'm gonna be the I'm just gonna go out and say I think the Colts are beating the Bills. Wow. Okay. Okay. So uh, Declan goes Bills. Walmart goes Bills. Ray goes Bills. Um, oh, Colts. The Colts. He goes Colts. Um, and Travis goes Bills. Right. Yeah. I'll make a Those pick. could be the hottest team in football right now. I wouldn't go that far. Hey, second best in the NFC, third best in the league. Okay, our next game we go to, we have um, the Chargers versus the Seahawks. Coach? The Rams versus Seahawks. Rams, Rams. Rams. I'm sorry, Rams versus Seahawks. (laughs) Coach, I can't hear you, sir. You got to turn your mic on. This game game is actually tougher to me to think than the first one because I I really like the Rams. I know they had some blunders this season. But, you know, when they're on point, when they're on fire, their offense is really, really good. They got the nation's tenacity in their defense as well. And the Seahawks, they're just an unknown, you know. Uh, you've seen so many bunnies that they had this year where they looked like they were Super Bowl contenders versus wasn't like an MVP contender, and then they looked like they wasn't even going to make the playoffs at times. But all saying that, I'm trusting the veterans. I'm trusting the veterans to come out. We've been there before. We're going Seahawks. Okay. Travis, you want me to skip you and come back to you last since you didn't want to make decisions yet? I mean, we don't even know who the quarterback for the Rams is going to be in this game yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, this is going to be another interesting matchup. This is uh, this is a team that's seen each other twice already this year. You know what I mean? And those, those games are usually far better in the playoffs. Uh, but, I mean, if Jared Goff is playing, I, we don't know what that thumb is going to look like. So even if he is playing, I'm still going to go Rams on this. I'm not Rams. Um, Seahawks on this one simply because I think they'll have a better team. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's been playing out of his mind. I've seen one stat where he's let up like 20 yards per catch the entire season, which is ridiculous. But um, and he hasn't left that many catches. So if you think about it, it's kind of a ridiculous stat. But at the end of the day, I don't know what that thumb situation is going to be like for Jared Goff, even if he's plays. So I'm going to go Seahawks on this one. Mac, you have people who are betting money based off your pick, so you better be right. I don't know, man. <laughs> this is the precedent that you're setting out here. Uh, Declan, who you got, sir? I hate to continue to go chalk, uh, but I got the Seahawks as well. I actually think uh, Coach hit it on the head. Uh, experience is key. Uh, I think Metcalf's going to look for redemption after Jalen Ramsey sn- uh, stuffed him uh, the last time they played. I really like the Seahawks in this one, uh, and I like them by uh, 
double digits. Not in a blowout necessarily, but I like them by two possessions. Okay, Ray? I'm going to Seahawks. Um, Coach and Declan pretty much summed it up. They have the better players who make the better plays. When Do you new. agree with my takes? Just, just this one so far. <laughs> <laughs> Rick? Hey, man, you already know, going back to the, uh, to the division preview, Seahawks is my bet for the team to come out the NFC still. Um, we've had the ups and downs throughout the season. We've seen all of that, you know. But, again, I, I think when it comes down to it, it's a new season in the playoffs. You know, Russ, Russ going to get it together. That, that's my pick for the Super Bowl. So let Russ cook and they're going to be just fine. Listen, I got a cousin who, who's a big Packers fan who may have something Ooh. different to say about that. So uh, we'll see down the line how that goes. Um, <laughs> up next, we got Tom Brady leading a new team to the playoffs uh, versus the Washington football team. Tra- Travis, who you got here, sir? Uh, this is going to be an easy one. I'm going to go Bucks on this one. This is not even difficult. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Washington, they're going to they're gonna put up a fight because they they're not going to go down easily. I mean, they have they are number what number three in sacks. Uh, so we all know how that tends to be Tom Brady's Achilles heel. But I think the offensive firepower of the Bucks is just going to be too much for them to handle. Alex Smith, he doesn't look. I mean, he he doesn't look very mobile out there. You know what I mean? Even though we know he's got the the calf injury, and he just doesn't look very mobile. And the Bucks, they love to blitz. So I feel like they're going to blitz the hell out of the. Um, Washington, and at the end of the day, I think it's just too much firepower for him. All right, Wom, do you agree? I mean, I, I gotta agree, uh, but it all depends on what Arians. They was just doing the regular season. <laughs> if Arians, no, no, we agreed on some stuff on the regular season, just you know, a couple picks here and there. You know, you went out the window with it, but um, it depends on what Bruce Arians does, you know, because in the fourth quarter, I know he's trying to win this playoff game, but he may decide to play a quarterback that we never heard of against the Washington football team uh, to win the playoff game. You know, he may pick a third stringer that none of us heard about. And if he does that, then anything is possible. So, but all jokes aside, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, uh, everybody said it all. Tom Brady, amazing. Their defense. Like Trav said, they're going to blitz the heck out of him. Smith, great comeback story. You're not ready for this. You're not ready for that. And Chase, Chase, what are you doing, baby? What are you doing, baby? You just got to this show, and you calling out Tom Brady. You got to relax. He's young. He's young. He's young young and enthusiastic. You know what I mean? He's got young legs. Is it safe to say Declan, Rick, and Ray, you guys are all going with the the Bucks here too, right? Did you just say say, is it safe to say? I'm I'm asking. Hold on. Hold on, Carl. Carl, it's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. Nobody is safe. No team is safe. No player is safe. No coach is safe. No coordinator is safe. No Gatorade cooler is safe. I mean, Jesus, Cuomo just authorized the authorized the Bills to have a couple thousand people in the stands. The stadium isn't even safe. All right, tables aren't safe. <laughs> Nothing's safe. So what are you saying here? So you're going Washington? Nah, I'm going with the Bucks. Oh but anyway, you just no, no, no. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I'll, I'll be the one. I'll be the one to jump off the deep end, man. I, I like Chase Young's moxie, man. That kid is—he's—he's he's Derrick Henry on the defensive side of the ball. We all know when you put some pressure on Tom Brady, he crawls. And there aren't too many teams in the league that could put apply pressure the way that the Redskins can apply pressure. The Redskins are have almost nothing on offense. Unfortunately, that's going to be their biggest issue is trying to put up points. 
but we've seen Tampa not be able to score this year in several on several occasions. And if they're getting that pressure on them, I'll be the, it don't count for nothing. So I'm gonna go out on the limb, man. I like Washington's chances. So you're going, so you're going Washington. I'll take them. Okay. I'll take them. That defense is up point. Can I, I say one thing? If, if they punch time, bring it mouth just, a couple times. I, I just wanted to know, Rick, I just wanted you to know, even your daughter was in the background looking at you crazy. Like, you just think Washington, daddy. What is wrong with you? Like, hey, she's looking at you crazy right now. Listen, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Like, it, it's funny, though. The little tangent that, that Declan just went on, the playoffs are weird and crazy thing. The last two teams that got into the playoffs with miserable uh, records by winning their division and had no business being there, both won. So it's not a crazy notion to think that Washington can get in here and get a victory. And like, and like Bruce Arians said, they're not a 7-9 and nine team. They're a 4-1 team exactly. with Alex. Okay, all right. So, Ray, so Ray, are you going Washington or, or Bucks here? I'm going Bucks. Um, everybody knows the Washington. Washington has a great D-line, but I'm, and I'm pretty sure – um, Arians, if he's smart, they're not going to be playing the same type of offense all game. And that, to me, is what's going to happen. It's going to be a lot of short passes. I see A.B. And, and Miller getting involved. I don't think um, Evans is playing, so I definitely see those two get involved more in the game plan. And Washington's offense is, is there. They're talking about running a two-quarterback. Um, they're going to be running two quarterbacks. They talked about it today. So I can't, I can't trust that. And at the end of the day, the Bucs just have more talent. They should be Washington. Easy. Can I um, just go X and X's and O's really quickly? All right, listen. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Travis, you're, you're, I think you hit it on the head, everything you said about blitzing. You know what? You're, you're a former defensive tackle. I'm a quarterback. Let's just – I'm going to try to talk defense now to keep, keep, keep myself versatile, right? But uh, listen, like – overall, right, when you're blitzing Tom Brady, Tom Brady steps up in the pocket. I don't care if he's 45, 55, 65, 75, or 35 or 25. He's going to step up in the pocket like nobody else. He's been perfecting it. It's part of the reasons why he's as great as he is. Uh, so edge rushing could be tough. I, I'm going to look at the matchup between, you know, Werfs, uh, Tristan Werfs, the rookie tackle from uh, Ohio, uh, Iowa. If he's on that side against Chase Young, they're probably going to have to try to double Chase Young. That Washington front seven is crazy. Uh, but then again, Alex Smith is compromised. And if that team wants to blitz, if they want to get linebacker blitzes, get Shaq Barrett in there to get on Alex Smith, that's probably a means of contention and, and a good way, a good route for them to take. And I think that we are going to see a lot of blitzing in that, in that game. And I just wanted to point out what Travis said, because I thought that was. But to go, but to go on your point. Yeah. The edge rushing is not necessarily going to be the huge factor. That's, yes, that's going to be, that's going to be the thing to force him up the middle the keys are going to be uh, Allen and Payne, the defensive tackles up the middle. Because when Allen, yeah. Tom Brady has to step up from that edge rush, the two of them in the middle there, they have to get to him. They have to complete the job. And like, not to get historic, but even in, even in 2011, when the Giants played them in the Super Bowl, that's the scheme that uh, Tom Coughlin and Perry Fuel instituted with blitzing Brady up the middle. I mean, he was on the sidelines saying it was an effing jungle that he couldn't see because his hand, everyone's hands were so up in the air. So he was screwed. That is one way to get to Tom Brady. History shows that tends to work when blitzing him. Speaking of history, remember what happened? Listen, last three times Tom Brady had to play an NFC East team in the playoffs. 
It ain't worked out. Mm, mm, I like that. I like I'm that. Just saying. Right there. Mm, I'm, I'm just three. saying. <laughs> All right. right. So, so now we have the uh, uh, Sunday matchups at 105. We have the, the Ravens versus the Titans. I kind of feel like I know my congregation in my hit list because I've watched you guys make picks. I have a feeling you guys are going Titans here. I, 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 I'll be honest. I am not called. You're not getting a pick out of it. I'm not ready to pick this one But I have a feeling. Again, I'm not ready. Listen, I've been studying can, everyone's picks. I have a feeling you guys are leaning towards the Titans. This one here. can go either way. Like This, I, this is the money game. This this right, is. Like, I think this, this is the best game of the weekend. The, the Ravens are on a hot streak. Yes, the Titans' defense are – I mean, the Titans' defense is not necessarily elite, but and but that offense is so potent, man. Derrick mm-hmm. Henry is an animal. He is he is a man amongst boys out there. But the Ravens, this is a revenge game for them. Because remember, the Ravens came into the playoffs hot last year, number one seed yep. MVP, and the Titans put that work on them. So the Ravens went out there. They went out there and reshaped that defensive line. They brought in Calais Campbell and Derek Wolf. This is what they were brought in here for, to take on a team like the Titans. And the one thing I like about the Titans is that both teams are very similar if you look at them. They like to impose their will in a very physical way on the opponent. But the Titans, you're not going to get them to change their game plan. They don't care if they're down. They don't care if they're up. They're going to come at you with Derrick Henry. They're going to go down fighting Derrick Henry. The Ravens, if you get up on them, you might be able to take them out of their game plan. But at the end of the this is this is, I, this is a hard one to pick at. I'm still 50-50 on it because it can go either well, way. Well, you need to pick. Sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I do, I do not need to pick. <laughs> you don't need the test blink. You don't need the answer. Listen, 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 listen. Full professor mode. Nothing pisses me off is when someone leaves a question blank. You're not leaving it blank. All right? I hate that. Answer the question. Answer the question. You're not leaving oh, it blank. Come back to me. Come back to me. All right. Coach, Coach, who you got here, man? Who you got here? Raven Titans. Uh, I, I love the I love the Ravens. I mean, I love the Titans all season. Had great success with picking them in tough games. But uh, I've I've seen a rejuvenation with the Ravens. I just saw a rejuvenation. I saw counted out that big Monday night game when Lamar went off against Cleveland. It was almost like a statement game to say, "Hey, don't count me out yet." So everybody saying he was an MVP last year, a bust this year. I'm taking, I'm going with the Ravens. I'm not going with the Ravens. Okay, so Matt goes with the Ravens. Ray? I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, I think they're going to do what the Packers did defensively on Henry. They're just going to try to make Tannehill beat beat them. They have the cornerbacks to match up with Brown and um, Dave. And um, I like what I've been seeing from the Ravens offense. Um, They definitely went back to what they know. Um, The run game is crazy right now. And I think they make enough plays in the passing game to win this game. So I'm going with the Ravens. Declan. Uh, I'll have to agree with Carl that it's a huge game. It's probably the best game on the, uh, on the, on the docket this weekend. I think it's also a huge measuring stick game uh, for Lamar Jackson. I, I can't believe he hasn't been mentioned yet besides by coach. Um, I think it's a huge measuring stick game uh, for both teams, but especially considering, you know, Lamar's came out and said the Titans laid the bl- blueprint for the NFL on how to stop the Ravens offense. And we saw a lot of chitter chatter uh, from, you know, the coaching staff, from the players, you know, Hollywood Brown, everyone's saying the offense isn't complicated. I think that they proved that wrong. Their running scheme has been off the charts. They've been running all over everybody recently. 
Um, but even 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 so, like that defense is the second ranked defense in the NFL. They're come and they're going to try to put everything to stop Derrick Henry. And I still think that might not be enough because the, the Titans have enough guys on the outside, whether it be Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, more so. And Ryan Tannehill could throw the football. He's had an excellent year so far, you know, going into the playoffs. Um, it's going to be tough for them to stop Derrick Henry, but it's really going to be a measuring stick game for Lamar. Obviously, he's 0-2. I don't put too much stock into that personally. But I think it's going to be a huge uh, measuring stick, as I've said seven times now, using the same word like Al Gore saying lockbox at the Democratic debate. Uh, against George Bush in 01. Um, but I am going to go with the Titans. I think that at some point, Derrick Henry and that offense is going to be unstoppable. But coordinators on both sides of the Ravens are head coaching candidates, Greg Roman and uh, Martindale on the defensive side for the Ravens. Uh, so, yeah, I'm so excited about this game. Give me – well, well, last time they met, it was in overtime, 30-24. Yeah, Titans. You're all right. Yeah, t- Titans. I'm, I'm going to go 31-23. Rick. Um, I like one of the, I think it was Travis that mentioned, uh, you know, with the Ravens bringing in guys like Calais Campbell in the offseason whatnot, like this is the reason why. And then you think of, you know, them pulling Yannick and Gakwe, what, midseason or so whatnot. These are two stud defenders who both used to play on the Jaguars. So they've had some success against Derrick Henry, stopping him. And they've also seen him run for two hundred. No, yards. no so, you know, had, Derrick Henry's had some of his best games against the Jaguars. No, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what I'm saying. There's been a little bit of success, but there's really, there's been those 200-yard runs too, you know. Uh, so I think the biggest thing is going to – this game is going to be based off of what the Ravens can do on defense, specifically as it pertains to Derrick Henry. With that said, even if they're able to lock him up, and by locking him up, you're thinking, what, 60, 70 yards? I think Ryan Tannehill is severely underrated with what he's been able to do with this team over the past two seasons. You know, past season and three quarters, whatever it's been, we're not giving Ryan Tannehill enough credit. He's got amazing weapons around him. He is potent in the pocket. He can get outside and take off if need be. We know he's got a cannon. He's got studs out on the outside that can just fly, you know? So me personally, I'm going to trust that even if uh, Derrick Henry is somehow able to be contained, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, John Lou Smith, they're going to ball out, man. I, I think the Titans are going to take this one. Two years in a row, they're going to bounce the Ravens from the playoffs. Okay, uh, Travis. Final answer. <laughs> I was about to bring, and you're the last one taking the test, and nobody can talk after class. I'm still, still, <laughs> right, like, still undecided on this game, man. We, we all wait to be dismissed. Yeah. You don't get extra time either. You don't get no extra time, bro. No extra time. Come on, man. What you doing? Ten minutes last This is, like I said, it's probably going to be the best matchup of the weekend. Uh, the revenge factor for the Ravens is a strong one to lean towards. This is going to have to be on Lamar Jackson right here. Give us an answer! Damn! <laughs> Damn. Give us a goddamn answer! answer. Yeah, you're right, going to get a pick! Damn, man. I'm going to go, go Ravens on this one. I'm not oh, confident in it, but I'm going to go Ravens on this one, man. Yeesh. All right, you Carl, go, I just you. want to point out that any issues will pop up with COVID or anything in the next couple of days, that throws our pick out the window. We get a mulligan <laughs> on it because you're making, you making us make picks on I a Wednesday right now, and I am not happy about it, but it is what it is, okay? Uh, all right, yeah. fine, fine, fine. Um, <laughs> let's go to our next game. We got the Bears who got in. I don't think anybody had the Bears making the playoffs. 
uh, against snuck the in, boy. A, co- a couple <laughs> weeks ago, <laughs> no, but uh, you know. they snuck in. So, coach, who you have here with the Bears and the and the Saints? I got the Saints winning with no running back. Three. Saints and Hills play running back. Uh, they also play running back to uh, COVID issues. Um, Bears, I, I just I just don't like the Bears, man. Uh, they're, they're a team that's another up and down, crazy, crazy team. We don't know who we begin every day. Sometimes they play inspired, sometimes they don't. They defense sometimes. Uh, but I, I'm just not believing in them. Uh, I, I like the Saints. Walk it down for me. Trav, stop picking all the picks that I pick. I know I'm seeing what you're doing here, brother. <laughs> Come on, nobody worried about you. The competition is over. Ain't nobody worried about you, man. Come on, man. Uh, Travis, who you got? Is it safe to say the Saints, too? Yeah, I mean, this is going to be – I mean, this is it's, it's going to be a decent game. I just don't think I, – I, I don't think Mitchell Trubisky's ready to come – he's not ready for this stage. Like, you're going to go down there in New Orleans to face the Saints in that dome. Uh, I believe they're gonna have Michael Thomas back. I don't know what the word is on Alvin Kamara yet, uh, but they're definitely gonna have Michael Thomas back. Drew Brees did look a lot better last weekend, which is uh, encouraging because he was looking suspect those last couple games. So I'm gonna go with the Saints on this one, man. I think the Saints defense. I think that they're gonna be a, a huge factor in their playoff run this year. The, as far as that deep, the Saints go as far as that defense goes. I think this year. Okay, um, Declan, who you have? Uh, I'm not gonna waste too much time on this. I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to roll with the Saints on this one. Okay, Rick. Yeah, same here. I think it's the Saints. More importantly, um, I think we look. We start looking ahead to seeing what Chicago is gonna do with the dynamic between their head coach and the quarterback position. Um, that's gonna be something that needs to be addressed asap as soon as their season is over, which will be what you know five days from now. Okay. Uh, Ray. I can't go with a team that went, was currently, that went on a six-game losing streak at one time in the season, man. As much as I'm not a fan of Drew Brees, I'm going to have to pick the Saints on this. Um, oh, Ray, Ray chose a Drew Brees Saints team. Oh, <laughs> I, might, I might need to change my pick off that one just because of that. He did what's best for business. He didn't want to be laughed at. You know? he, 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 might want to put the, he might put the bad mojo on him now. <laughs> He's been doing with the Cowboys. The last three times he picked the Cowboys, it didn't work. The opposite happened. That's very true. Very true. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the same time, man. They, they, I can't, I can't trust the Bears at all. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. All right, our last game for the Wild Card Weekend for the in the playoffs for the first time since 2002. Shouts out to the Browns, the Browns versus uh, the Steelers. Can the Browns pull off the upset, Travis? I was, I was gonna say, let me go first since Coach thinks I'm stealing his picks out here on this one. The first time. <laughs> <laughs> Like you said, Carl, the first time the Browns have been in the playoffs since 2000 and whatever, man. Two, uh, they had a great 2002, they had a great season. Yeah. It just sucks that they have to go into the playoffs in the situation that they're in. They're not going to have their head coach for this game. Uh, they've had a lot of players go on and off that COVID list the past couple weeks, man. I just don't see how they go in there without their head coach with all the COVID issues and go into Pittsburgh and beat that Steelers team. Even though the Steelers have looked very suspect the past couple weeks, I still think they have the ability to go out there and take care of the Browns. Okay. Declan. 
uh, I guess given being the only person on the panel to never be alive for a Browns playoff game, I'm going to have to pick Denzel. Wait, wait, wait. How old are you, Dak? I just I, – I turned 18. He's 18. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to have to – That's the stat of the day right there. <laughs> Two, 2002 don't even feel that long ago. Oh, my gosh. You made me feel it was in high school, bro. brother. It was, it was some boy in high school. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I remember that year. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Deck, who, who are you going with again? I'm sorry. I got, I got to roll with the Steelers on this one. All right, cool. I was surprised. I thought you were going to go with them after your your whole thing about them being overrated that they get upset. I mean, in the first... yeah. I mean, that that's a totally fair point. Um, but as Greg says, you know, we we pick we pick to be right. We don't pick to uh, prove our points. Essentially, in terms of whatever bias is there. I mean, I'll root for them this weekend. I think that the Steelers. I mean, their backups almost beat the Browns. And the Browns are going through a COVID crisis. They're here a year too early. You know, props to them for getting the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, I got the Steelers in this one for sure. Rick? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers. One of the things I'll say, like, it, it's, it's a weird dynamic to play a team on the last week of the regular season and then turn around and play them again um, the following week. In for the, the playoffs, third time this season. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I think, honestly, if not for the COVID situation, I probably would have went with the Browns simply because I, I that mindset of, you know, we talked about the whole Eagles thing and with the Washington situation, and I look at it on the flip side with that game. It's like, you know, maybe as a Steelers, you think, oh, no big deal. We could rest our starters. Yeah, fine. We lose this game. The Browns get into the playoffs. We know we can beat the Browns. No big deal. I feel like, you know, not to say that's the mindset they have, but you got to admit some guys think that way. And when you start thinking that way, you put yourself in a situation to get upset. So, um, it, again, if not for the COVID situation, I would have really liked the Browns' chances, but they, they've, they've just got so much on their plate that they've been dealing with the past couple of weeks that I couldn't imagine how they could be able to get in and have an effective enough game plan to to beat this team regardless of how bad they've looked the past couple of weeks okay coach he ain't there yet oh there you go but i got i got this bird um you gonna take my pick coach you gonna take my pick yeah, yeah. it's the easiest it's the easiest pick of them all the whole team the old coach they called me a couple hours ago to see if i could coach the team but they couple, couple guys but um yeah i'm, I'm taking the Steelers. uh tough tough like everybody everybody said the right thing you know i'm not gonna repeat what everybody said for all the reasons everyone else on my family said i'm, I'm taking the Steelers. all right and ray you going Steelers? man this was the first I had, the, I had the Browns going. I had them going to the playoffs. They made the playoffs. I don't care about COVID. I don't care if they had their coach or not. They're not winning a playoff game. Steelers. Okay. All right. Now I know why Travis and Coach don't get along because their answers are the complete opposite in life. <laughs> um, so on Sunday, I'm going to try to see. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll check in the chat. Maybe we'll do a, a post game of the weekend after the final game on Sunday at 815. If the game starts, 815 should be over by, I guess, what, 11 o'clock, give or take. Um, if people are available, if they want to do a, a post-game re recap of the weekend, we could definitely do one. I'll chat it up. But, Travis, the floor is yours to make your official, to make your bet come true to the coach. You have to say what you have to say. And you better call, not be call. What's up? I don't know if I could be here. I need, I, need, I, need this, I need this clipped up and then put just this part in the chat. I got you. No problem. No problem. I will. Travis, the floor is yours, my brother. Go ahead. Okay, okay. First, let me congratulate Coach, man. 
you know, he got he got them. <laughs> he, got them he got them W's, man. He got me, man. I mean, it's crazy to say the NBA, man. It's just. It is the better sport on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. And We're not going to do that. No, no, no. Run that tape. Run that tape back. Run the tape back. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We didn't specify what day. Run it back. 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 It is the it is the it is the better it is the better sport from March to June. Okay, is that right? You know what I'm saying? No, say it again. The better sport. No, no, you're having trouble comprehending what you had to say. I can't, I can't hear you. Carl. You can hear you. Can't. What was that? I, I'm, I'm losing you. Me. you I'm, I'm losing you. I, 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 run I, again. I, I <laughs> Coach, I think that's the best you're gonna get. Right, nah, man. Just, just like, just like. What? Football. What? I, it's like football, football players are going to be the toughest. Football players are going to be the toughest, but can't honor a bet. That's the NBA is the better sport, man. Uh, he said it. Hey, NBA ain't a sport. Thank you for tuning in. Please make sure you guys enjoy the game. I'm going to stick around with Coach Walmack as we discuss some NBA roundup. Let me just text. Hey, hold on, hold on, real quick before we go, oh, man. Shout out to Carl, man. Shout, shout out. Go ahead, go ahead, Rick. What are we saying? No, I was gonna say shout out to Carl, man. We, hey, you can say what you want, man, but we made a we made an NFL fan out of you this season. Bro. Yeah, so absolutely. Shout out sure, to man. you, bro. You stepped you stepped it up big time, man. I did, I did for sure. I, I, and you know what's crazy? Towards the playoff time, I get a little bit more intrigued and excited because I can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm, I'm intrigued to see who makes it to the Super Bowl. I know I asked you guys who you have your predictions as who's gonna make it, but nobody wants to make their predictions just yet. I mean, clearly it looks like the Chiefs. Uh, can make it uh, if you're going by the favorites. I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm I have a prediction for a couple a couple months now. What do you have? I got Bills Packers. I'm not taking the chalk. I mean, I, you, you don't have someone to take the chalk. So Are you going to bet your breakfast table on that? <laughs> I wouldn't no. go that far. Yeah, yeah, no, no. anyone or anything. <laughs> wow, so you have the Chiefs losing to the Bills in the AFC Championship? I just might. I just wow. might. Mm, okay. uh but you know what thanks to greg i drafted a uh, fantasy basketball team this week for the first time so i feel entitled to stay on for the basketball hour so <laughs> <laughs> um all right anybody else want to try to make a bold prediction for the super bowl yet or is it too early to tell i don't think it's ever too early for a prediction but it's okay all right. I mean, I, again, for me, for me, the one thing I'll say is uh, I'm riding the Seahawks, man. I think I think the Seahawks are gonna run through the NFC. That's I, a I, pick. That'd be my pick. I love it. NFC. In, I think NFC is a wild card. I think anybody has the ability to come out of the NFC. I think we can't ask Travis for predictions because he'll tell you the Saturday at seven when the NFL honors is on the Saturday before the Super Bowl. He'll tell you it's too early for prediction then. <laughs> like I, I need every I need every moment. Right? COVID, you, COVID. you never I know. Need, I need right. <laughs> COVID issues happen. That that throws it all out the window right there. You know what I mean? I need yeah. time. I like to take every minute the teacher gives me for the test. 
Yeah, and I, like and I more. said, I hate those students who take every single minute. Meanwhile, the, <laughs> the last one's still taking the test while everybody's done. Yeah. You know, that, that's you. But you guys enjoy the games. Like I said, we'll talk it up in the chat. Maybe we'll do a, a live post game at 11 on Sunday. We'll see what's available. I'm pretty sure the network's available. You guys enjoy the game. Congratulations. Take care. Later. All right, let me bring in Coach now as we discuss oh. some NBA. Uh, where's Coach? <laughs> coach, you here? You're all watching the Sports Hitler. Yeah, I'm in the building. I'm in the Sports Network. Coach, your Knicks, man. Your, your, your Knicks are four and three. Four and three, man. We looking all right. Four, four and three. And you know what? Before the season started, I did say that the Knicks are going to have a good, a good season. And everybody laughed at me and told me it's too preliminary and too early. What are your thoughts here with your Knicks uh, so far? It's seven games in. Uh, I, I think we're exactly who the team I thought we'd be. I think when, when the season's young and you haven't had a lot of losses yet, you're going to fight that much harder because this team has not been around for the other seasons. This is a team, most of the Knicks have only been here one or two years with the you know difference of like Frank Nicotina and, and a couple other guys. So the beginning of the season is always easy to play hard. When the Knicks lose three or four in a row, when they lose three or four in a row and they got to go on the road to L.A. and they got to go play the Clippers and they get blown out by 30 points by somebody else, when that happens and they still play hard, then that's when I'll, I'll really be uh, uh, watching them for this year. But in terms of the first, you know, six or seven games, every team plays hard. Nobody's really thinking about what's happening. Everybody has that optimism that's surrounding them. So I just like the way they're playing together. Guys aren't taking nights off. Guys are playing hard. That's all I'm asking for right now. The pastors in the building, Mike Miller. I got to give a shout out to your Pacers. Like Mike likes to say, Pacers, we here. We they here. Had, they right. had a great we, we win in overtime. Um, Hold on. We, we got them the other night too, though. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you jerk. And, but I also, again, want to thank my favorite back for letting Malcolm Brogdon get his career high. Thank you. <laughs> but the thank Pacers you. had an, uh, an impressive overtime victory. They were down, I believe, six points with like we were down, seconds left. We were down 10 with 2.03 left. And scored 10 straight, baby. Yeah, so uh, right now the Pacers are 5-2 and two sitting at third place in the Eastern Conference. Mike, talk about the progress of your team so far early on two weeks into the season. Very impressed with my Pacers. Um, I knew we were going to be better because people were going to be healthy. So that's really what it comes down to with my Pacers. People are healthy. Vic looks like he's getting back into his all-star form. But I think Mac was just talking about, you know, it's still early. It's still a weekend. Well, two weeks in, so it's still early. A lot of teams are it's, – it's always tricky with the NBA because it's like sometimes the the young teams, you know how they say, like early on in the season, bad teams don't know they're bad yet. So it takes a while for the bad teams to learn how bad they are. And then once – and because simultaneously, the older teams are grounding into shape and getting into form, especially with that short offseason. So – but I'm impressed because we're just going to get better. Vic's going to get more healthy. TJ Warren's out indefinitely right now. That's that's um, a cause for concern. But right now, everybody's playing healthy. Malcolm shooting, Malcolm Brogdon shooting more threes, taking more clutch shots. Sabonis is even shooting more threes. He's going to be an all-star. So I'm very, very impressed with my Pacers. Oh, and one thing about my Pacers. Uh, it was announced that Donnie Walsh, our longtime president of basketball operations is retiring. And I just want to shout out Donnie Walsh, one of the one of the, the best G presidents of operations. See, the Knicks fans know I was going to mention that when the Knicks were stinking for a while, 
Uncle David was like, yo, send Donnie a New York product, send him, help them out. I think he he didn't want to do all that to get mellow, but he did do a lot of things to help the team. So just in general, I want to shout out Donnie Walsh. I think he started in uh, 88 and from 88 to 2008, we made the playoffs 16 years. We made the playoffs 16 times, went to the conference finals numerous times, went to the finals in 2000. Uh, he got Jermaine O'Neal. Um, who else? He, he got Danny Granger, uh, Paul George. So I want to shout out my guy, man. He did a lot for our franchise, so I appreciate it. Mr. Numbers is in the building. Andres, lately in the sports Hitler streets, every single time the Nets lose, you have a comment to say that they have no weakness. Could you uh, explain your pettiness and why every single time the Nets lose, you must comment on that? Why does that uh, uh, a resonating issue in the sports Hitler's group? Well, well, first things first, Mike Miller, Happy New Year. Coach, Happy New Year. To anyone tuning in, Happy New Year. Lots of blessings. God bless. Hopefully it's an amazing year. Um, I'll exit the, the show with another quote. But um, on Christmas Day, you know, I was told that the Nets have no weaknesses, right? If you're a basketball team and you have no weaknesses, you should be able to win all 72 games a season. Let me tell you something straight up. Every single team in the NBA have a weakness. The defending champion Lakers have a weakness. The Eastern Conference champions Miami Heat have a weakness. The runners-up from the Eastern Conference Celtics have a weakness. Every team, all 32 teams in the NBA have a weakness. If they didn't have a weakness, then they would go undefeated. So since I was told they don't have a weakness, they should be able to win every game. And um, that's a shift topics, but to expand on what Mike was saying, um, their coach, I don't want to mispronounce their, his name, but Nate Jorkgren, he has that team hooping. He has Brogdon hooping. If you watched basketball last year and you didn't just watch ESPN, you would know that this is who Sabonis is as a player. Last year, Sabonis should have been in the most improved um, player discussions over Luka, who was only a sophomore. Brogdon is hooping. Sabonis is hooping. Victor Oladipo is getting back to his form, to the Oladipo that we saw when he got traded from OKC. TJ McConnell off the bench, the Holiday Brothers. I mean, this coach has this team hooping. And I know what you guys are going to say. Oh, well, we're only two weeks into the season, and that's fine. There's people making conclusions. Are the Knicks hooping, though? Are the Knicks hooping? I was going to ask. This is where it gets tricky for me. I haven't. And Mike is like, hey. The Knicks are hooping. No, listen, I'm impressed. I am impressed. Said this. Yo, Mike, Mike, I I said this before. I I did it. People tried to laugh. I'm sorry, Mr. Numbers. I yeah, yeah, because this is not for you. So you finish, and then I want to give my statement to everybody who's watching. And this will be my absolutely big statement. And I'm, and I'm so a lot of a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, this is a Knicks fluke run, whatever you want to call it." I think that the only bad thing that Tibbs is doing is um, building on minutes for like RJ and Randall, but that's obviously due to the to the weapons that he has. We're not going to see RJ and Randall play, playing 44 minutes a night every night. Hopefully not. But Tibbs, the weapons that he's had, he's made the best of it. Okay, one last thing. Andre, someone said, why don't you comment about your team losing, I think, by 50? Did your team lose by 50? I didn't say that he had no weaknesses, though. Shout out to Manny. <laughs> yeah, I Manny is coming for you about your team. Though. What are your thoughts on your team quickly as the, as the as in the beginning of the season right now? Uh, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say we have, like, a hangover or we got lucky, like, whatever you want to call it. We're still – Spo is still getting his rotation set. You know, last night with um, Kelly Olenek, he inserted him, and he's been good. He was good against um, OKC. Um, Jimmy got injured against New Orleans, so it's supposed been able to manage with what he's had to work with. We have another good test tonight against Boston, but I want to make any um, two more any like conclusions. 
not saying that players like Jimmy are coasting, but I think Sposo trying to like identify the rotational eight, the rotational nine. So I'm not worried about it. We're three and three right now. We got a good game win Boston tonight. And hopefully we'll see what happens, but we're chilling. All right. Coach, you had an official statement on behalf of the Knicks congregation. For the- <laughs> yeah, this is my statement to all, all the people. I ain't going to say a couple of y'all by name. I'm not even going to get into that. You know what I mean? But to all you haters out there who started going crazy, it's only four games, it's only six games, it's only nine games. This is what I like. This is what they always do. They go crazy. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Ain't nobody asked you. None, none of us Knicks fans asked you. Like, if you don't like us, just shut up. You don't see us going crazy. Like, when the Bulls, me and Jay Lux got a personal thing. It's a funny thing. We've had it for, like, six or seven years. When the Bulls beat uh, the Mavericks without Luke and KP, he posted the score with the screenshot. Mr. Numbers does that. That's his job. He posted the scores in the screenshot. He posted a win against KP. I mean, against the Mavs without KP and Luca, and nobody commented. It was crickets. Like the Bulls ain't been in a in the lottery next to the Knicks for the last five, six seasons. But oh no, when the Knicks when the Knicks fans do something, we got all these posts and banners. Shut up, you bozos! I want to use those bozos. The great thing I'm gonna come, I'm coming at him when I say, you bozos, get out of here, man. Let us live. We play good and we looking all right right now. We having what we see. If you if you got a girl and you dated her for the first week and everything was perfect, you're gonna be bragging and saying you got a good girlfriend. Then when she cheat on you a year later, then you're gonna say something wrong. You ain't gonna call her a cheater in the first week if you cheat you right. The Knicks, right. the Knicks, right. the Knicks are cheating us right right now, and we're gonna continue to date the Knicks until they don't cheat us right. That's fair, that's fair. Um Moving along to my team, it, it, it's been a, a debate among Celtic fans. Shout out to Ziggy Zig for asking me this question. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So I wanted to ask you guys this. Uh, who's the better player? And I don't know if you guys have seen them play over the last two weeks. It seems like they're taking turns in who's leading in scoring. Um, Mike, let me ask you this. Uh, I say it's a tie because I've seen both of them playing at a high level. Uh, going into the season, you would say Jason Tatum. But right now, I honestly think you can't go wrong with either or. But if you had to pick or if you can you pick who's better right now between Tatum and Brown? Yo, I, yo, Carl, you know, we've been talking about this. Yeah, I told yeah. you. The issue is, the issue is, it, if you put them together, they would be a great player. Like, if you took Jalen Brown's personality and put it in Jason Tatum, you would, Jason Tatum's talent, you would have a great player. So that's the challenge because Jason Tatum picks and chooses. He doesn't have the, the, the aggressiveness to be the superstar yet. He only does it in spurts. Jalen Brown, uh, I don't think his talent is the same as Jason Tatum's. So if you had to pick one, you're probably going to pick the guy with the higher ceiling. That would be Jason Tatum. But then again, like you said, Carl, you really can't go wrong because Jalen Brown plays hard. And his aggressiveness is really a lot of times what propels them is him being aggressive. And the extra nod for him is, he can literally defend like at a high level. Yeah. Jalen Brown defends at a suit. Jalen Brown over the past couple of years, Carl, we've talked about this. He's one of the only people that I've seen like make it kind of difficult for KD. He's the only one I've seen do that. So Jalen Brown is an elite, elite defender when he, when he uh, commits to it. So it really is a toss up, but if you put them together, man, you'd have one heck of a player. So you can't pick either then. 
No, I can't pick. Uh, I can't. No, I'll take I, – if I had to pick, you tell me right now, make a pick, I'd still pick Jason Tatum. Okay. It, it, to, to me, again, it's crazy how Brown could come out with a 40-piece, and then a couple games later, Jason Tatum's like, okay, I'm going to come out with a 40-piece too. Mr. Numbers, what are your thoughts here with this right. debate between uh, JT and JB? Uh, I think that Jason Tatum is the superior player, and I particularly don't think it's close. I think that Tatum is in the um, – I have Tatum ranked 13. 13, 12, flirting with um, top 15. I have Jalen like in the top 30. Um, coming into the season, you would say Jason Tatum, like you said, and what we've seen like the last um, week or so, Jalen Brown's been hooping. But the thing about um, Jalen Brown, the way Brad Stevens uses him is not com- is not the same as like Jason Tatum. If you watch um, the Wolves with Jimmy Butler, Tibbs used Wiggins the same way Brad Stevens is using Jalen Brown. Go to the corner, stay in the corner, go to the corner, stay in the corner. Mm. Um, in my opinion, J- um, Jalen Brown's dribble package is not as good as Tatum. The one problem that I see with Tatum is his tunnel vision. He de- he's never seen a shot that he doesn't like. Uh, Mike, if you saw the Pacers-Celtics game, um, who was guarding Tatum at the end of the game when you guys were up one? Brogdon, right? So if you're yeah. Jason Tatum, instead of falling in love with that one step back three, take him to the cup or go inside the arc. I, I, Carl, I know you've seen Tatum fall in love with that shot too. That side step three. That yeah. I mean, he, absolutely, he, yeah. He caught bank against the Bucks. Yeah. Another it thing. Look good. It looks good. Another thing. I think that's part of it. I don't think that's the only reason. I just think that's part. I think oh, it's because God. it's a cool little highlight. To do that, yeah. no. Another, ahead, another. Tatum, 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 I'm sorry. Tatum has the average or below the average foot speed. His foot speed is average or below average. His moves, however, are really, really good. His touch is really, really good. And his finesse is really, really good. So he can beat you on the dribble. So what he can do is he can slow you down, rock you to sleep, then do the step up. He's not beating you off the dribble. So that's why it's not like he doesn't want to drive. He knows what he's good at right now. Wow. That's a good point. Mm, I think that um, another reason why is because in the last three years, Tatum's been the best player in three playoff series. In the Philly series in 2018, when he was a rookie, he was the best player on the floor. Against Toronto and Philly last year, he was the best player on the floor. Um, against the Bucks in 2019, they didn't, didn't go their way. Against the Pacers in 2019, I think Kyrie was the best player on the floor. But that's another thing. Um, but, again, you can't hold it. At the same time, you can't hold it against Jalen Brown because he's doing what coach asked him to do. You know, mm. if he wants Kemba to score and distribute the rock, that's what Kemba's going to do. If he wants Marcus Smart to take 15 threes a game, he's Marcus Smart is going to take 15 threes a game. We saw in the Instagram conference finals. If he wants Jason Tatum with the ball in crucial moments, then he's going to have it. I mean, we saw it in game game three or game four of the Eastern Conference Finals where Jalen Brown made like two straight threes in the corner to cut the game, cut the game. That's his role. That's another thing that when people are like judge player A and player B, that's their role. The Jalen Brown's role has been to be a spot-up shooter. Has it, With Kemba out, unfortunately, Jaylen, um, Brad Stevens probably talking to Jalen be like, listen, um, I need you to be 1A, 1B with Tatum. And he's like, okay, I'll respond. He's been responding. He's been defending. Jalen Brown's been fun to watch. And – you shouldn't tell a black man what he's worth, so I'm just going to throw it out there. He's underpaid. <laughs> okay. Uh, Coach, what are your thoughts here? Uh, JT or JB? Uh, I think I, I, I don't know yet. 
like Mike said, higher ceiling, Jason Tatum, who plays harder, who's better on the defensive end, Jalen Brown. It all depends on what you need, what your fit is. You will know this story if they're ever separated, put on other teams, and then how they operate on other teams and who's more successful in a different situation. The situation they're in is perfect. It's ice. It's, it's, it's fire and ice right now. Fire and ice. They complement each other very, very well. They fit very, very well. Take it out. You're the more finesse player. You take more to step back. You handle it. Brown, you stay in the corner. You pop, you attack the basket. You go to the class. You get offensive rebounds. You guard the best player on the other team. You're going to work this out together. So right now, I mean, this is a great media story to get it going. If you want to break that tandem up, you start having jealousy in terms of who's better and who's not. No, thank you. No, that's not what I'm trying to do here. You know, that's what's what happening. Carl, that's what they setting you up for. They this is that's up not to break them up. They no, no, because because again, if you look at the trajectory of the Celtics over the last few years, Celtic fans have been, this is what we wanted. Uh, again, when they had Kyrie Irving, they had Scary Terry, they had all these other players, these guys felt slighted. Now the team is theirs. They shouldn't feel slighted because they are getting the ball. It's, it, it's one and two. You know, even with Kemba out the lineup or even with Kemba in the lineup, both of them are still getting the ball as much as they should. So this is what Danny Ainge has been building towards is, is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now the spotlight's on them. Let's see what they can do. That's all we're saying over here with them. Um, anything else? I know St Steph Curry proved his dollars wrong. It's funny. Last week we talked about Steph Curry and then he, he dropped 62, uh, on, <laughs> which is crazy to believe. And then 30. <laughs> Respect. I'm telling you guys, and I've, I've, I've said this before on the show so much. That team plays so different with Draymond. He is a point forward who moves the ball, sets the hardest screens, directs the traffic, and that's how Steph plays. Steph is not a picking role. I'm going to get you one on one. Steph has to be within the system. Draymond comes back, Steph looks better. It, it's no coincidence that Steph plays better with Draymond Green. I so want to do the Warriors, the the Warriors as a whole look better. Listen to numbers. No, bro. And I, I hate to ask you for a deep dive. I want to ask you for a deep dive. When you get a chance, you deep dive all the games, steps, percentages, and how you play with Draymond on the court and Draymond on the court. Yo, Carl, you that. already know this is my. Mac just brought up the guy who I had a whole, I had a whole vlog battle with, with me somebody. with me it, it was, was with you? me because, <laughs> because listen 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 here's some here's some backstory though because he was compared to dennis rodman that was the issue because and we compared it to dennis context? rodman that was the issue and yes because the context was it within his system he is the dennis he can shoot better than dennis we're not gonna get into that the point <laughs> is we're not gonna get into that the point is what max said draymond plays the perfect role for the Warriors. He unlocks a lot of what they do. And do you see what Wiseman looks like? I was one of the people that said they should have tried to get a veteran. Well, they didn't get a veteran, but man, oh man, what, what a great pick to get that kid to play alongside Draymond. He looks like he's going to be a star. They look, Draymond, Mac is absolutely right. Steph is Steph. And anybody that thought Steph wasn't Steph is dumb. But Draymond with him? Come on, man. You listen, do we have to remind people just a year and a half ago what they did to Portland in the East and the Western Conference Finals? Draymond averaged a triple double. Steph had the highest scoring average of any Western Conference Finals. Those two history. together, yo, those two together, watch man. out for the Warriors, is what I'm saying. They're not just going to be some cakewalk 
when they get to the playoffs, and they will make the playoffs. Okay. The only other storyline going on is uh, Paul George and how – is he being targeted or is that really like a media yes, narrative? Yeah. Or, or, or yeah. Are they targeting upon that? If so, yeah. why is he a target? Go, go ahead, yeah. Mike. He is being targeted. You, you see what happened. You see what De- Devin Booker was talking real spicy to him. Spice him. him. Yeah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. Respect, nobody respects him because it's this whole thing that went with the Clippers where you – you trying to get special treatment like you a superstar. And then when you walk in the playoffs, you wet the bed, brother. So you're not a superstar and you be talking crazy like you are. That's the thing. Everybody saw how he talked to Damian Lillard in the bubble while they was laughing and stuff. And it's like, yo, bro, you look at Dame's resume. Look at yours. Don't mm-hmm. compare yourself to Dame. Like, you ain't you ain't built like that. And so, and you, y'all know, I'm a Pacer fan. So, of course, I love Paul George, but I wasn't crying no tears when he left because of stuff like this, because what's in the playoffs. That's all it is. Players are saying, we don't respect you until you earn the respect. Ain't no playoff fee. Stop it. Okay. Um, Andres, we know that you're a big Paul George fan. Uh, are you here to defend your guy? It's funny because um, Devin Booker was talking smack. And people love saying, oh, what Paul George accomplished? What the hell has Devin Booker accomplished to be talking shit, excuse my French, to be talking shit to a top five two-way player in the NBA? He was an all-star last year because Damian Lillard got hurt. So Devin Booker has mm. no right to be talking to a player like that when his resume is missed the playoffs, missed the playoffs, missed the playoffs, missed the playoffs, missed the playoffs. We're getting to 2015. Hold up. Missed the playoffs and missed the playoffs. <laughs> so there is no reason, there is no reason why someone like Devin Booker should be talking smack to Paul George. Um, let me let me ask you something, Carl. If you're if you're the best hooper on the block, and some little kid comes into the block like he runs the park, and he talks smack to you, are you not gonna feel a certain type of way? Yeah, I'm gonna be like, who are you? I'm gonna look at him like, who exactly. Is he? Yeah. So Devin Booker has missed the playoffs the last six years since he's been in the NBA. This year, everyone likes to talk about Chris Paul. He doesn't have flashy numbers, but Chris Paul is basically holding their hand. Shout out to Monty Williams who's doing an excellent job. So if you want to say that Paul George hasn't accomplished anything in the league, but take Devin Booker's side, you're an effing hypocrite, period. Okay, so what do you have to say to – and again, even in the hit list, we've seen Paul George get a lot of hate, and you've been there to defend him. What do you have to say to that? That's fine. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with Steph. They People just got to get that hate out of their heart. You know, you're a grown-ass man. There's no way I should be saying – Oh, no, I'm not talking about – Mike, listen, your reasons – Mike, you're a Pacers fan. Your reasons are justified. I'm not coming at you. It's not the famous Steph. Let's be clear. Let's let's – no, but it's to a certain extent it is because what Paul what Paul George went through last year, a lot of you people like to say, oh, if you need mental help, um, then call, then call, uh, um, go to a psychologist. Paul George came out and said that he had that he was suffering depression, and what 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 was everyone saying? Oh, he's a millionaire. Oh, he's playing basketball. Oh, no, 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 everyone's have that money. Oh, athletes can can't be depressed. So Paul George comes out and he says he's depressed and all of these people are like, oh, pandemic P, oh, way off P, whatever. Yeah, but you know what? You guys- right. But the reason why, and again, we, we like to use the word context in the sports hit list is a matter of um, he didn't play well in a couple games. And then all of a sudden he played well. And then he used and said that he had, um, he was going through depression. Again, I can't say he was the best clipper in the Denver series. He's not the reason why they blew. Was he depressed in OKC? What? Was he depressed in the playoffs no. with Russ? No. That's the wasn't. point. 
Well, what's but the that's point? the point. Everybody's going to take – it's not just last year. T- players are taking everything that he's done in the playoffs since his last two years with us and saying, bro, why are you calling yourself playoff P? You have no reason to call yourself that. So stop saying it. And then don't start talking crazy to guys like Damian Lillard who hits game winners. Watch up. It ain't Listen, Devin man, Booker. I'm not, I can't Damian say, Lillard. Watch I can't say anything. Listen. Listen, I can't say anything yeah, better about Damian Lillard because the coach has the players too. Ahead, they have, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Coach is calling reason. the timeout. Co- coach, what are your thoughts on 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 Paul George and what's been going on with players targeting him now and and how he's feeling targeted and and everything? Listen, in the words of Drake, it bothers me when the gods get to acting like the bros. In the words of Drake, it bothers me when the gods get to acting like the bros. Listen, I, 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 I'm all, what, what, what Mr. Number said, like, I'm very, very big proponent of mental health. Like, anybody can be looking a certain way. Anybody can be acting a certain way. Anybody can be looking like their life is amazing, and you don't know what they're going through, especially on those stages. They put on the front. They have the front of the millions and millions of fans who will turn on them and say exactly what a lot of us say. Oh, yeah, you get paid millions of dollars and all that. So he can be going through whatever he wanted. But here's my problem. Who cares what they saying, bro? Like, 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 this is basketball. When I went to the court, this court that's right behind me, Rucker Park, when I first went there, Greg PlayStation Johnson, my man Greg, who played at Hofstra, he put his hand on my head, suddenly hit me with a crossover, and everybody in the park was talking jump to me. The next time I came in the park, everybody was pointing me out. What I want to do, say, oh, he's talking about me? No, I'm, I'm going to play ball. Mm. I don't care who's pointing you out. Play ball, you yeah. Play right now is looking good. You're playing good right now. Who cares if everybody said, oh, in the pandemic, how you played in the pandemic, they call you out, they think you soft. You were soft last year. You ain't played good. Mental health is a different story than how you played. I'm just talking about how you played, not what you were going through behind the scenes. You didn't play well. So now you're open food. They say you sweet and you're not who you think you are. Now the way you get out of that is you do what you're doing right now. You fall out and have the last lap. And then you say whatever. This is basketball. This is sport. You're going to talk back and forth. Just don't get disrespectful about people's families. Don't get disrespectful about other issues. But if you just talk to basketball, yo, let's, let's get it. Let's get, let's get into it. This is what I like to see. Yeah. That's oh, what Dame was oh, basically t- telling them in the bubble. Dame was like, oh, they mad about what I did to them before. It still hurts. Dame is talking basketball. He's exactly what Max said. Yo, this is basketball, B. Just like in the park, like he talking about. If we in the park and the dude saying you trash, the only way to shut him up is to get 40 on him. That's yeah. what you're doing now? Yep. Keep doing it. But, it's simple, bro. Listen, so, Stop crying about they talking about me. So what? Like Max said. So All what, right, Andres, bro? wrap it up. Go ahead, sir. What's up? I, I just feel like like different people just handle shit like that differently. You know, you can't say that, oh, player, because, you know, player A could be affected more than player B. Uh, Andres, wait, wait, Andres, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to do this, but you can't. For him, after what you did to Dean with Patrick Beverly, you threw that excuse out of the window, bro. It's But like I said, so listen, so if, if you're sad today, that means you're going to be sad tomorrow? No, I'm not saying nothing about nah, that's that. not the I'm point. Saying. The point is, that's he was talking basketball. He was talking basketball. That's, that's fine. Listen, so this year, right, this season, right, Paul George is averaging 25-6-5 on 68% true shooting percentage, right? So if he has a good game, what, is every, what does everyone say? Oh, do it in the playoffs. If he has a bad game, oh, Paul George is inconsistent. So people pick and choose their narratives so they oh, can get their clicks. 
That's called that's called the NBA. Everybody happens to everybody. Exactly. I'm not I'm not I'm not denying it. I'm just pointing out the facts. That's everybody, like, bro. That's what it comes with. That's, 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 like it's like if that's fine, bro. If the Detroit Pistons told the NBA the Bulls are picking on us and hitting us hard after they did that to everybody for the last five years, just because they got a bad team, like like that's not like I'm cool with the mental health. When you say people are talking about my play, you talked about Dame Lillard's play. You laughed and you mocked that man. Now people are mocking you and what Dame Lillard did. He came back and played. And what you're doing right now, for George, you're bowling. Let your game speak. You ain't got to – you know, I would have said – Is he bowling this year? I'm saying he is bowling. That's what I'm saying. He's bowling. That's what he is. He, he said so, he said 600 times the bubbles so in the stop, past. Nobody was so talking stop, this shit. So stop John so, snitching. I'm just thinking. That's it. That, that, they, 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 they picking on you. They bullying me, Ma. Ma, they bullying yeah, me. Yeah, stop playing. Yo, bro, that sounds crazy, bro. You, yo, bro. Andres, you don't remember. See, because I, I don't know if you play ball. But, see, we play ball like that. Now, of course, Mac play on a different level. But the point is, bro, I wish you Mac would. We on the court and you start crying, talking about, oh, they saying I'm not good. So, now I'm not. Yo, bro, <laughs> now you're not playing. That, what you, you mean? You say that, though. Oh, he no, he did. That, Yo, he Andre, he's that. telling the media that, oh, all of a sudden, everybody keeps coming. Yeah, no, he said that they're targeting he him. Said. He, did. he said that he didn't get this hate his first 10 years in the league. Yes, but so what, bro? That's so what? Fine. They talking about you now. They didn't talk about so you gonna tell, so You're going to tell him bro, bro, that's fine, bro. That's fine, bro. You got to own right. that, man. You got to accept yeah. that. This is all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Sports Hit List by the fans and for the fans. I know. I hope we were able to entertain everybody. I'm, I'm sure you guys see what's going on in the news. Uh, crazy times we're living in, man. Real crazy times. I hope you guys are staying really, safe out there. It really ain't that, it really ain't that crazy. I'll, I'll touch on that. Oh, even though it's in Real quick, Coach. Go ahead. It really ain't that crazy. This is this is who they are. This is what people are, period. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Nope. If you know how this country started... If you know how it came to be, this is exactly what happened. This is exactly Talk. what they did. And I'm happy they're doing it because you held the whole high ground saying that you stood for back for blue and all that other stuff. And you really didn't. You only backed what was in your best interest. The people have voted. The people have told you what they want. If it would have been a, if it would have been us cheating, it would have just been in one election. But it was on multiple elections. The people said what they wanted. This happens in politics all the time. The Democrats got pulled out before. Now it's still turning to get booted out. And in two years, the Democrats get booted out again. And Republicans will come back and party. But you know the difference is? I ain't see a lot of us storming the gates in 2016. I ain't see that. So now, thank you for showing us who you are. Show us who you are. We know who you are. Thank you. Mm, mm, mm. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, guys, thank you so much again. One, one more thing. One last thought. Go ahead, Andres, because we got to close up. Um, listen, like last year, you know, it was a difficult year for all of us. But if you got a roof over your head, you got food on your table, you're blessed. So start complaining about your life. There's other people out there that have it worse. Two Change has a quote that says, if you woke up today, you're winning. So if you got to open up your eyes today, you're winning. I'm going to repeat it again. Stop complaining about your life. There's other people that are in tougher conditions. You got a roof over your head. You got food on your table. You got a family that loves you. You're winning. God bless. Happy New Year. Uh, happy New Year. Thank you. Well, word saying out there. Hey, Andre, hold on. I'll see you tonight, sir. I pray for the for the men and women who are who are down here in the capital fighting to secure our democracy. I pray that God sure. will keep you safe. 
I pray that you get to return back to your family and thank you for being the real Patriots. Yeah, we got to throw a shout out to our own uh, Marcus Lamar. Marcus Lamar is out there. He's in the thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to him. Um, we got to make sure he stays safe. And uh, Andres, I'll see you tonight. Uh, the wife is already talking smack, talking about how I'm not going to win tonight's game. So, you know, we got a little baby. rivalry tonight. Go, My guys, JT, I, I call one of them scoring 40. One bet? of them. <laughs> huh? not doing another bet. Nah, I said no bet? more bets. No more bet? bets, man. Nah, no more for me. I'm done. I <laughs> learned my lesson. <laughs> I learned my lesson. No more for me. You guys take care. I'll talk to y'all soon. God bless. Peace, yo. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.